and welcome to the Desiland Masala podcast. Desi is a word used to describe the peoples and cultures of the Indian subcontinent, especially in the diaspora, derives from a Sanskrit word meaning land or country. Masala is a name used to describe a mixture of various kinds of ground spices that add flavor to Indian cuisine. It can also be used as a label for any mixture. So Desiland Masala is focused on the diverse peoples and cultures experienced in North America by those who are blessed with Desi friends, co-workers, and neighbors. This is episode number 12, Relational Masala, and I'm your host, Andy Pierce. To understand relational masala, the diversity of relationships among Desis, it's helpful to look at something that is called circles of relationship, sometimes called circles of obligation. So picture in your mind, four concentric circles. Concentric means they have the same center. So we have level one is the inner circle. Level two is a little bit bigger of a circle. Level three is circle that's a little bit bigger. And finally, level four is the biggest circle. So four concentric circles. Each of them has a radius about double the radius of the previous one. Let's pretend that these circles represent all the people that you know. The smallest circle, which is level one, is the inner group or the core group. These would be people that you would fly across the world to attend their wedding. If they call you at 3 a.m., you'll pick up the phone. And there will also be the first people that you would ask to borrow money from. And if they missed one of your events, a wedding or a birthday party, you would feel hurt. And they would be some somebody uh, that you would call at 3 a.m. and they would pick up the phone and they would help. So obligations run very high on both sides. You do anything for them and they do anything for you. So the question is how many people are in this inner circle in your life? The average Westerner or someone from an individualist culture could probably say that they have a maximum of five people in that inner circle. Often it's less. Usually it's a spouse, uh, maybe children, sometimes parents. And if you're fortunate, there could be one or two uh, non-family friends that would be at this level. Recent study revealed that most Americans can list only two people they discuss important matters with, and 25% of people said they had no one. The next circle, level two, a little bit bigger, represents those that there's still some level of obligation or relationship with, but there are limits. You try to attend their birthday party or an event you're invited to, but they understand if you can't. They come to, uh, let's say if you're, when your children has a performance, a piano recital, they'll come if they're available, but again, not a deep level of obligation. You might go a few weeks or even months without seeing each other, but it's not a big deal. Uh, So you maintain some contact and you'll help each other if you can, but you're not going to lend them any money and it's uh, pretty comfortable to say no to a request just to say it's not possible. So the question is how many people do you have in this level of relationship? Uh, Thinking about sometimes your extended family, aunts and uncles, cousins, uh, grandparents perhaps, uh, in-laws, and then some good friends. 
Uh, so it's likely, and, and this is common for many uh, Westerners and individualist uh, peoples, uh, maybe 20 uh, up to perhaps 40 people would fit this level, uh, would be a, a level two. The third circle would represent acquaintances. Uh, these would be perhaps Facebook friends, uh, somebody, a coworker, a family member you rarely see. So you recognize them by name, but you don't really think about them. Uh, so very weak uh, obligations. Uh, if it's an old friend from college, perhaps, uh, and they need a favor, and if it's convenient, you might help, but there's no expectation. And uh, just, yeah, just a very, very low, much lower level acquaintance, a Facebook friend would be this level. And so the question is how many would be in, at, at this level, and sometimes it's pretty high, especially in this era of uh, social media. And so uh, maybe 300 up to 500, 600 or so. So this would be level three. And the last circle, level four, is the general population, that what we would call the public. There are people that um, take your order at the restaurant or somebody that you see in a uh, uh, walking along the road or someone in front of you uh, at the store. So the obligations, uh, uh, the relationship definitely with these this level is very low, but they're still there. You have a, a sense of uh, obligation that, that's more societal. And so um, you don't throw trash on somebody's lawn. You don't jump in front of someone waiting the line. You slow down um, when you're in a school zone or, or neighborhood. So there's uh, some obligation, societal obligation, uh, but you don't know their names and you don't have a, really a relationship with them. So that's level four is, is pretty much everybody in society that's, that's around you. And so uh, you might think that that is true for everyone, those four levels of relationship, but most of the rest of the world, including the Indian subcontinent, uh, doesn't think like that. So uh, among Desis, there are uh, only two circles, believe it or not. So there's a level one, which is much larger than the level one for Westerners. And so level one is pretty large. And then level two is the only other circle. And that is also uh, the same level as level four, same size as level four for the previous um, uh, example. And so a very, very different uh, sense there. So the uh, inner circle or core group uh, level one is much, much bigger than a Westerners. Easily a hundred people. They would be people that uh, are obligated to attend uh, weddings for one another. If I'm invited to a wedding by someone who is in that inner circle, I'm obligated to go. Uh, they are uh, people that uh, will, will uh, borrow money uh, from me and me from them. They can ask for jobs. They can ask for favors. Uh, and if, if I'm invited to someone in that, uh, someone from that inner circle, then uh, it's expected to come. When there's a wedding, for instance, a good example, I would invite in, in my Western uh, relational circles, I would invite level one and level two, and maybe some level three 
if I have the budget and maybe a hundred or 200 people would come. There were uh, 175 at my wedding, but Indians, Desis invite their entire level one group, which is uh, perhaps uh, 100 to 250 people and all of the level ones from their level one. So that's why Indian weddings easily scale up to the thousands. And so uh, the way this plays out uh, is in this quote, uh, gives evidence. Uh, here's what one Desi said, I think being Desi is particularly nice because you can count on your family's support without sort of feeling bad about it. And so um, the level two for Desi's, everyone else in the world, basically they're, they're unconcerned about them. The obligations are, are very, very low, just like the level four in the West. And so if you're concerned about a hundred plus people in your, your own circles, you don't have a lot of time or energy to give to those outside. And so it's important to, to know this because this is why among Desi's, uh, it's virtually impossible to get anything done without a friend. And also why your Desi friend might be a, a little bit uh, upset that you haven't reciprocated invitation. Why if you invite a, a Desi to your uh, housewarming party or birthday party, some suddenly there's about 100 people coming. This happened uh, a couple times. I had a birthday party and invited uh, several uh, Desis, and I ended up with 75 Desis at my birthday party a couple different times. Um, this is why uh, pe people don't smile at strangers, Desis usually, and um, and why it's not okay that to not go to a Desi child's first birthday party, uh, and why we need to ask people, Westerners need to ask Desis to do things for us and that allows getting to know people better. And then also why it's impossible to stop by uh, for 10 minutes uh, to see a, a Desi friend. And so uh, the wonderful thing is that in the uh, in North America, uh, there is capacity within this level one for Desis, whereas uh, in India, in the Indian subcontinent, uh, when I, I go there to visit, uh, their level one is pretty filled with 100 to 250 people physically that live in the neighborhood or close by. And however, when Desis come uh, to the U.S. and uh, and immigrate, that their level one has much more capacity physically, and so it's a great opportunity to be to enter that uh, the inner circle. And um, uh, so here are just some tips for building relationships with Desis, which we could also say uh, getting inside uh, someone's uh, level one. Uh, number one is get to know the family. And so immediately it's important to get to know the names of your Desi friends, uh, spouse, children, aunts and uncles, grandparents. And thankfully you can use names like Kaka, Kaki, Mama, Mommy for uncle and aunt. Grandma is, is Ba. Uh, Dada is grandfather, and so, um, but to know them and their their names is is very important for building this relationship. And in every conversation, uh, it's important to bring up how the family is doing, and we don't mean just uh, 
the spouse and the children. It's that ex what we would call in the West extended family, what Desi's call family. And then check on how their kids are doing with their studies, ask how their parents are doing, make sure the health is good. So that that is standard for building the relationship. And then also sharing about, about uh, your family. And so uh, my extended family as a Westerner must also be an open topic of conversation. So when I uh, meet a Desi for the first time and, and sense a connection, uh, I will show a photo of my wife and my five kids. I will uh, talk about uh, my extended family and especially my in-laws. I will have, uh, uh, when, when a Desi comes to my house, I will show pictures of my um, extended family. And so that's very important to share uh, my family as well. Uh, never turn down the invitation uh, to have uh, chai or tea or coffee uh, with a Desi. And so time is the currency of relationship building. And when chai, coffee is, is present, uh, there's something that happens relationally. And so that's uh, something I've, I've learned. Uh, and it's obviously it's important not to set up a time, but just to uh, to get together even without an appointment. So when I'll say to my Desi friend, I'd like to uh, come over for, for chai uh, next Wednesday at 2 p.m., they think I'm crazy. Why would I set an appointment uh, to see them if I'm their friend, which means if I'm in their, their inner circle, I can come anytime. I don't need an appointment. I don't need to... Put it in my calendar. I can come anytime. It also means that they could come anytime to see me. And so that's a critical factor to consider uh, for this inner circle. Uh, and also food together. Uh, so uh, if you don't know about Desi food, uh, ask them to order, your Desi friend, to order the food at a restaurant or uh, to cook for you and explain what is what are the delicacies of their area of India. And uh, that's also huge for building relational uh, depth, uh, I think, in any culture. Uh, number five, attend family functions and celebrations. There will be life cycle events, weddings, housewarming ceremonies, uh, birthdays, uh, festivals like the recently completed Diwali, uh, where it's a great chance to, uh, to attend uh, and to, uh, to, to be there and and to enjoy the food, but also to show that you uh, care about the one who has invited you or the one who has, has is hosting and that you uh, desire to, to deepen that relationship. Also tr travel together, going on a trip together is, is helpful. So I love to go hiking, uh, day hikes with, with uh, my Desi friends. I love to uh, take uh, road trips and uh, go camping that is huge for really building this uh, inner circle sometimes i call it familial belonging so we're belonging together almost as a family and then uh, when we do meet a desi it's it's helpful obviously to get their whatsapp uh, number and uh, and then to stay in touch and so i've i've seen with desis if someone's in the inner circle uh, there's an obligation to stay in, in contact, message back and forth. Uh, how are you doing? How's your family? And so there's no such thing 
as a close friend, someone in that inner circle, if you haven't spoken with them in a few months. And so that's challenging sometimes for Westerners, but critically important. And also visiting their home is critical. Uh, in, in Desi culture, the guest is considered God. And so you honor uh, your Desi friend by, by visiting them. And if they, uh, when they visit my home, uh, then there's the time doesn't matter. They're welcome. And I, I will be honored that they come. Sometimes um, it's important as well. That was number eight. Number nine is to, to uh, give gifts. And it's, it's a little bit trickier uh, in North America. Uh, but uh, and the most common gift is actually money. Uh, but I found with my Desi friends, the, uh, the greatest gift is, is showing up. Uh, but sometimes I'll bring samosas when I visit uh, Indians, Desis. I'll bring I'll bring a sweet, um, a box of sweets or dry snacks, nasta, and so that's also uh, helpful in deepening the friendship. And then the the last one, number ten, and this is maybe the fastest way to build a lot of relational uh, depth, is to uh, put yourself in a position of need, and many times. In the, in the West, Westerners uh, will, will want to be helpful to their Desi friends, but how many times uh, do we ask our Desi friends to help us with a need? So uh, many times for me, uh, the need is, is based on technology. If my phone isn't working or I have an issue with my computer, it's a great opportunity to ask a Desi friend who is a computer science master student uh, to to help me and uh, also other ways to help are, are teaching how to cook, uh, to teach uh, words in, in their language, uh, helping to, uh, to move and, and also helping to serve. My Desi friends love to uh, uh, serve others, uh, feeding the homeless, um, volunteering in the community. And so that's a great opportunity uh, to uh, to build relational depth is, is to uh, is to serve together, and so it's an amazing experience to have a Desi friends in that inner circle. It is like having another family member, and so uh, I encourage uh, if you do not have Desi friends in that inner circle uh, to. Uh, to enjoy and to make the effort to deepen friendships. And if you meet a Desi somewhere, we have a Desi neighbor, coworker, uh, build that relationship. And hopefully this has been helpful in that process. I wanna thank my producer, Wendy, and thank you for listening. You may follow Desi Land Masala on anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And until Next time, goodbye.